the new uninspired podcast series I'm calling Pour Over. My name is Andres Tagliaferro. If you have never heard my voice before, um, it's probably because I've only put out two podcasts, uh, so I don't blame you. But if you're coming back and you've listened to my old podcast, or if you follow the Uninspired Podcast, Instagram, Facebook, whatever, um, welcome to Pour Over. Basically, what this is, is a scaled-down version of the Uninspired Podcast. Meaning what? There's no guests. That's one. Um, it's not going to be an hour to two hours long. It's cap, capped at 20 minutes, maybe 30, nothing more than that. Um, and yeah, it's going to be sick. So if you are listening to this at nighttime, I encourage you to turn it off and listen in the morning on your commute to work. If you're on your commute to work right now, was good. If you're chilling at home or at a coffee shop, working, sending emails, grab that coffee, put it up, take a sip because it's the pour over and i'm gonna be honest i'm drinking french press coffee right now so am i kind of a rebel a little bit but anyways yeah welcome to the show i hope y'all had an amazing time i'm gonna be touching some you know house cleaning items first where's the uninspired podcast you haven't put out anything blah 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 yeah i know so let's talk about that um so What was the uninspired podcast for me, for tags? What was the uninspired podcast? So if you don't know, the reason I started the uninspired podcast, and you should go watch the one of the only episodes I have out, (laughs) which is explaining what it is. um, It's supposed to be a long form version uh, of content where I can just put out stuff and not really have to think about it. Something, you know, simple that I can do to share my opinions on things aside from the photos and videos I do on my Instagram Um, Something y'all can listen to and whatnot. Um, Something y'all can feel inspired by, even though it's the Uninspired Podcast. Um, (laughs) But, you know, it it changed. You know, as I started, I fell in love with it um, and I wanted to make it perfect. I wanted to make it dope. I wanted to put out seven clips. I wanted wanted it to blow up. I, I got a bigger vision for it. And as life continued and I started to get more committed to my primary role in life which is being a part of the central branding team at calvary church i just did not have enough time to really put as much effort as i wanted into it so my philosophy i understand you know put out put out content put out content quantity is great in this era i know that but i still want it to be good i still want it to be thought out i still want it to be planned and that's just not my capacity right now if i'm being 100 percent, and i don't want to put out anything that's trash in my opinion and if i don't think it's good if well, i look the way sorry if i don't think it's good if i don't like it then i don't want y'all to listen to it because i'm not putting out any complacent projects or nothing all right that being said i started a whole series based on complacency <laughs> no i'm playing but pour over is supposed to be a smaller scale version of that um where i can just talk where i can Talk about what I've been feeling, what I've been seeing, trends that are happening in the city of Dallas um, creatively. uh, This is still a creative podcast. Um, Is there going to be some personal life thrown in there? Probably because it's pour over and I'm going to try to make it. uh, Actually, I'm not going to commit to anything, Um, but I want to do these a lot. So, yeah, it will be a little bit of everything. Um, But, yeah, that's that's pour over. 
Pour Over is going to be my show where I get to just talk and I get to just speak about what I want to speak about and not think, not have video. There's no video to this. It's just audio. Um, And yeah, just hang out with you guys while we do the stuff. So I'm glad I got that out of the way. Second big thing in my life that has happened recently is if you don't know, if you don't follow me on Instagram, follow me at Trinity Tags. Um, I got married. Yeah, clap it up. Woo, yeah, I got married. I'm so happy. Um, I'm so happy that the wedding planning process is done. <laughs> and I am so glad to be Sylvia Tagliaferro's husband. All right, that's right. I changed her whole last name. Um, and life is good. If you guys don't know, I, I had um, I'd been dating her for a little bit over two years. Um, and yeah, I fell in love. And now we're married. Um, not much to it, really. But uh, life-wise, for me, how has that impacted me? I kind of did, did want to talk about that. Um, so if you don't know me, you probably think I lived in Dallas, but I don't. I, or I do now, but um, I didn't before. I lived in Euless, which is a suburb probably 25 to 30 minutes away. It's like literally next to the DFW airport. Um. And, you know, I always lived there just because, you know, living expenses, everything is a little cheaper over there, um, obviously, as it is in every suburb. But biggest, a, a really big life change that has happened recently that I'm super grateful for is Sylvia and I moved out um, to Bishop Arts District, which is a part of South Dallas, um, cool little area in on the outskirts of downtown. Um, if you guys aren't from Dallas, basically the way it works, downtown Dallas, big city, right? Then you have Bishop Arts District, which is kind of a little like, I don't know, a culmination of maybe like a five to 10 mile radius, which makes up like a very like boutique like, um, I don't know what to call it really. Um, but, you know, we, God, oh, that's the word, hipster. It's a very hipster area of Dallas. And yeah, me and my wife live here now. So there's Bishop Arts, then there's Deep Ellum, which is on the other side of downtown. Um, basically the other side, it's like Northwest, Northeast-ish. Um, and that's like where more of like the, all the clubs are, the, the punk rock scene, that's all there. And then on the other outskirts, it's, or it's like West Dallas, which is the design district. All right. And that's high end, high fashion stuff. Um, that's that area. So we live in Bishop Arts, literally two minutes away from downtown, um, maybe six or seven if you walk, like it's not that far. And man, it's just, I love being in the city. It's such a different lifestyle. I love hearing freaking ambulances, zooming, I mean, police, every, like the sounds of the city I love. And, and if you guys don't know me, um, I have a Statue of Liberty little like icon, or not icon, what's it called? A little sculpture um, on my desk. And I freaking love New York. I love the city. So living in Dallas is such a great thing. If you go downtown, wherever you're living at, if you go to your downtown city um, often and you feel like you're a part of the culture, but you don't live there, it's way different. And that's probably the coolest part of this whole, like the last two months, you know, life-wise for personal tags, um, is is being a part of the culture here in Dallas and really living it, you know, not just like kind of appropriating it in Euless, you know. Uh, 
but yeah, that's, that's a big thing that's happened to me. Um, and yeah, I'm also on central branding team at, uh, Calvary church. So I'm part of the global team, uh, doing content for that. And it's so, so great. So awesome. I'm so privileged to be a part of that team, uh, with so many talented people. Um, I work alongside, uh, three amazing creatives, Kay Daly, uh, Gavin Kondo and Ruben Garcia. And we're all led by Pastor Vincent Holland, another creative genius. And, uh, you know, it's cool working in a team where you're not the best one. You know what I mean? And I don't say this to boast, but when you freelance, it is hard to, it's hard to critically compare yourself. You know, I feel like when you're freelancing, you're very lonely and any comparison you're doing is not healthy. But when you're working in a team with the same vision, with the same plan, same goals, um, you compare yourselves a lot and in a, in a constructive way, you learn from each other. You know, there's nothing better than working in an office with other creatives where you can see, oh, that dude just did what I do. That takes me 10 steps in Photoshop in like two steps. And, you know, a lot of that has happened to me in this new workflow, the central branding has been a thing for about three months now. Um, and yeah, just learning so many different things from them. And, you know, if you're creative and you're listening to this and you're freelancing, which is where we, most of us start off. Um, I would say this, I would say, get, be a part of some, if you're not a part of a team, right. Cause it requires you being, having a job or whatever, be a part of a network, be a part of a, honestly no you have to be a part of a team there's something about having the same vision the same goals it just aligns you and i would say that is probably the best tip i can give you if you're trying to grow um skill wise you know knowledge wise if you're trying to grow yourself i'm not talking clients money uh clout i'm not talking that i'm talking if you're trying to really grow as a creative you need to get around people who are better than you you know what i mean and I'm, I'm, I'm in a group like that right now. I don't think I'm the best. When you work alone and you're collabing with other people, you might be like, oh, I'm better than this guy. But when you're in a team and all of you guys have the same role, you know, different lanes or whatever, it's really easy to, first of all, humble yourself. And, and second of all, learn. It's, it's such a great learning environment. Um, I know if you guys follow Uninspired Podcast on Instagram, you guys saw the clip where I said that I believe mentorship is a better educational road as opposed to, um, you know, the formal education for a majority of things. And I think mentorship and constructive competition, I don't know if that's a word, I just made it up, but constructive, critical, great competition is also a great thing. And not competition in the sense of trying to be better, but competition in the sense of like, you are just obviously working together. So it creates this, you know, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know what I was going with that. But if you want to get good and you want to get good fast, I really recommend you join a, some sort of team, create your own sort of team, which can start via networks, which can start through that. Um, but yeah, that's my creative advice for today in the morning. So, you know, if you have your cup of coffee, let's take a sip real quick. All right. Now, there's something I want to talk about very dear to my heart, okay? Very important. And that is that the Canon 90D has been announced and released, I think. 
I saw videos on it. I saw, I saw spec sheets. I saw all of this stuff. And I gotta say, I'm not very impressed. As somebody who uses the 80D every day, I was kind of hoping the 90D was a little like, I mean, yeah, they added 120 frames per second. That's great. Um, but that's about it. <laughs> they added 4K. I remember that. But there's, I don't know, there's no substantial thing. And I feel like, look, if any of you guys are looking to buy a camera or upgrade camera, there's two things you have to make sure you know about the camera. And, and when it comes to specs, okay? Number one is, does it shoot 4K or 1080, okay? Or does it shoot both? Obviously, it'll shoot both. But aside from that, it's the sensor, okay? I have been using an APS-C sensor my whole career, unless, you know, I, get, I have the privilege to use uh, somebody else's camera or the company I'm working with has their own gear um, or the marketing firm I'm working with has their own gear, whatever. It's always, I've always had a crop sensor. So the 90D obviously is part of the crop sensor line for Canon, um, but there's only so much you can get out of it. You know, as somebody who's used an 80D professionally, I would say, Stick, if you're going to buy a camera right now, say you have the Rebel series or you don't have a camera, um, go for the ADD. The ADD is still great. Um, if you don't need to shoot 4K, ADD is your, your go-to. Because, I mean, the 120 frames per second is good, but you can't use autofocus when you have 120 frames per second. Um, and for, for slow-mo, let's, let's be real, uh, that's where you're going to get your movement stuff. So autofocus, I, I think, would be a big deal. Um, but... That's my take on the 90D and, and, and that announced. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's really all I have on my docket today. I just I, I wanted to speak and rant really about the whole team thing because I, I do think for me in my life in the past six months, that's been the biggest, the biggest impact uh, for me creatively. And also, now that I'm thinking about it, again, pour over is just me ranting. So if you don't like this and get out <laughs> but another thing that i've done recently unintentionally um is i haven't really made a video for myself for my viewers for my audience for my instagram for my sanity i i've been doing all work you know what i mean so let's say for the past i don't know five months four months six months i haven't really made a video uh just to mess around I haven't really had what I call exercise videos, which is like, you know, if you're playing sports, you got to exercise, you got to practice to get better, right? Same thing with creative. I really wholeheartedly believe that if you want to get better, you got to practice. You know, it's not just like um, you have the eye and that's it. Like, no, you got to be good at it. So anyways, I was doing that with just old footage that I've had because I don't want to go and shoot and stuff. Um, and I, I did this whole video. I don't know. Uh, if you don't follow me on Instagram, go ahead, do that right now. And I'm, I'm really happy with how it turned out. Uh, it was just like a one minute video of the quote from Rocky five, I think, or six where Rocky's talking to his son. And it's the whole quote where he's like, you know, the, the, the world is going to knock you out. The world is going to punch you, but you just got to keep going. That's the gist. One of my favorite quotes, like literally in school, whenever they would tell you, what's your favorite quote, that's the one I would put, um, and anyways, I made that video and I felt so good. You know, when you're working and when you have like a certain formula for your videos, for example, at Calvary, there's a, I do a lot of event recap stuff. Um, I do a lot of interview stuff, um, testimony. Everything has a formula because after you do it for a while, it, it becomes formulaic 
which isn't a bad thing. It's great. You know, you have a working thing that you can just do to produce. But in this example, I was literally just in the zone for like three hours. Yeah, I would say three hours because I was really messing with sound design and stuff. I was just in flow mode. And if you don't know what flow is, it's a state of mind your mind gets where you're basically just going and it feels like second nature. Um, And that, man, I forgot how that felt like. It feels so good to do that. And yeah, if you haven't haven't checked out the video, I encourage you to, um, if you're having a bad day or having a bad week or you're having a great day and you just want to see a pretty okay, decent video, go to my Instagram, check it out. Um, But yeah, um, that's really all I had to talk about today. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't really know what else to say, if I'm gonna be honest. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I hope you guys have a great day. Whenever you're listening to this, it should be on Thursday. Um, and yeah, grab your coffee and have a great freaking day. Bye.